Hallelujah. <clears throat> Let us pray. Father Almighty, we thank you this morning. We give you praise for another wonderful opportunity to uh, be once again here in your presence, gathered uh, at, the, at your feet to partake of your word. Lord, we thank you for your love upon us. We thank you for your unwavering grace upon us. We thank you for your ever-abiding faithfulness. Even when we are unfaithful, yet you remain faithful. We thank you for your blood that has washed us from all our sins and iniquities. We thank you for the redemption and the salvation of our soul. We thank you, Almighty God. Thank you for the revelation of your word. Thank you for your covenant. Thank you for the manifestation of your spirit. Thank you for helping us in our weaknesses. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for putting your word in my mouth again to speak today. Thank you for bringing your word per season to your people. Thank you and thank you. Father, we ask again this morning that your light will shine upon us in the name of Jesus. That your power will speak to us gracefully in the name of Jesus. And that everyone's life we receive a supernatural shift and a supernatural turnaround in the name of Jesus. We ask for miracle, even by the virtue of this word, simply that you're going to send to us this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Oh, wow. What a wonderful day to be uh, in God's presence and to bring his word again to his people i rejoice at his word as one that finds a great spoil his word is a joy to me and a rejoicing to my soul more to be desired a day than gold yeah than much fine gold sweeter also a day than honey and even than the honeycomb we rejoice at his word we give grace to god good morning everyone and i welcome you again to um, the podcast of unification you are and it's a great great privilege to bring god's word to us this morning god wants to speak something very uh powerful and very timely to us today uh this is actually um partly in response to uh, some various calls some various requests some various questions some various um uh, different kind of uh, request and everything that I've got from people over the time uh, concerning the matter of finance and concerning the matter of uh, prosperity, provision, and all the likes. And and I, I waited patiently to uh, get a clearance from the Lord Jesus to do this. And I think this is the right time. And this message, if we take it with all with all of our hearts. Is going to bless us uh, no matter when we come back to revisit it and i hope that it will bless whoever is ever going to listen to this um, whenever you do listen to it in the name of jesus i trust god for strength and for clarity in the name of jesus but first before we go into the matter for uh this week or uh, this morning i'd like to just make some few uh declarations as i have seen and as i have been privileged by the lord jesus as he has shown me concerning the days and the time that we dwell in um surprisingly um few things have actually even come few things have come pertaining to the popular uh protest that has been going uh, uh yes of course god is interested in that i'm i'm very persuaded and i know very well that this is a move and this is um this the answers protest is what i'm referring to the answers protest and uh, all that is um that pertains to it I, I believe so strongly and i know uh in my spirit that this is something that has the involvement of god in it this the the, the organization the arrangement the progression of the whole thing is beyond natural is something that uh you cannot explain without invoking uh the wisdom of god behind it yes even if uh 
not all not everybody that is uh that is partaking in it names the name of christ but yes that is how god uh, can operate is the bible says that it shall come to pass that in in those days i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh upon all flesh uh, whether they proclaim my name or they don't proclaim my name i'm gonna pour my spirit upon all flesh and a lot of things is gonna happen everyone is gonna do whatever i want to do so i believe so strongly but that is not even in the category of what i uh want to declare to us this morning just want to make some few um uh, announcements concerning the season that we are uh, as i have seen on the mountain of the lord over the past few days and over the past few uh weeks that we have to number one is that uh please this season is a very crucial season in the spirit and if you have not been taking your escapade uh with the holy ghost if you have not been taking your engagement with the spirit of god seriously uh this is another uh another call for you this is a moment in in time in the dealings of god in the movement of god in in, in 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 the moment of the spirit or of the activities of the spirit where visitations the vistas of visitations is open yes vistas of visitations and encounters encounters with the spirit of god encounter with the spirit of just men made perfect encounters to the end that men are laden with uh, abilities and with uh, endowment that are essential and that are required for the next phase of the move and the activities of God. This moment uh, is the moment where God is visiting his people. Uh, is first uh, according to grace, yes. So it is for it is not um it is not first a matter of of uh, how how worthy or how qualified you are in that sense yes it is a matter of grace and of course everything we receive from god is a matter of grace if god actually is waiting for us to get qualified for him to uh release some certain things to us we might actually not receive anything what happened is that he released some things for us he actually give us grace to qualify for 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 whatever thing he wants to uh give to us uh by our own self we cannot we might not be able to reach we cannot be able to reach that point where we qualify enough to receive the things of god so even uh, our ability to get qualified for everything that god wants to give is actually because he has released his grace upon us uh, so number one thing is that those visitations those encounters those releases uh they, it, they are very graphic but i'm just giving you what it was is the what was the uh, back end operation of the entire thing the visitations as i have, as i saw uh the 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 encounters that people see that as i saw they are very very graphic and they are very very elaborate but the the bottom line uh, the back end activity there is that there there is there is impartation going on uh, across bro across board uh, on on a large very very large scale and number one it is not based on your qualification God is coming in grace in grace in grace but secondly it is also a matter of yieldedness it's a matter of yielded yieldedness you might not be qualified to receive it but you must be yielded to receive it you must be yielded to receive it god is not is not going to give his visitation his encounters to careless people so uh if you yield and whatever measure to god uh this is a this is a season of strange visitation this is a season of strange encounters i've been having a lot a lot uh, for myself and for my uh, constituency, for my territory here, I've been having a lot of them very lately. Like it's been really, really massive. And uh, from few of my friends across the country and across the nations of the earth that I have been interacting with, also 
the same trend is happening the same thing is happening all over the world and i can just bring an interpretation to it that this is something deliberate that the spirit of god is getting done and that is doing uh, in this moment so please be sensitive to the dealings of the spirit if you have any encounter any visitation by the spirit of god that you do not understand don't uh be eager to throw it away don't be eager to throw it away if you have been treating visitations encounters your 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 interaction dramatic interaction or even non-dramatic interaction if you've been treating it with levity before this is a time to take it serious those things are given as to if ever they come to you if ever if ever god comes to you in visitation or in, in encounter just take it as uh as something that is giving you stewardship over if you lose the import of those visitation if you lose the import of those encounters don't think uh you go scot free no you're not gonna go scot free because those things are resources that god is given by his grace and by his mercy and that are needed for the next phase and for the upcoming things that he wants to do on the face of the earth and it is because he has found and that he has decided that you have an active part an active role to play in it that is why he has come to you in such manner and that he has given you so, uh, such visitation and such encounter so this is a moment to treasure your encounters your visitation uh regardless of how usual you think they are treasure them treasure them some people listen to me you might even uh, actually uh, be as bad in this matter as not even not even being be able to remember visitations and encounters and everything like that maybe you had a vision either by day or by night you had a vision and god shows you a lot of things and probably because you didn't understand it you just forgot about it like that no that is not how this time around is going to be that is not this is not how it's going to be whatever thing you don't understand keep it keep it in your heart keep it on the book in a book write it down in a book and seek the counsel of interpreters seek the counsel of interpreters this is a moment of interpreters prophetic interpreters people who will not just interpret tongues but people who will interpret the movement of God, who interpret the movement of the Spirit, who will, who will interpret the uh, the encounters and the visitation of the Lord Jesus Christ to people, who will interpret encounters of people with the Spirit realm, and who will bring clarity and understanding to it, because uh, wisdom in the principal is the principal thing. Uh, therefore, we must get wisdom, and with all our getting. We must get understanding it is by wisdom that the house is built and it is by understanding and it is that it is established we must we cannot just be novice and we cannot just be oblivious of what the lord is doing in this time and in this age we must get understanding understand what he is doing jesus said i no longer call you my servant hence what i call you my friend because the servant does not understand what the master does but a friend does a friend does so we have that edge uh with the master so please at this moment treasure encounters with jesus if you haven't been having any such encounters this is time to cry out that lord come for me last week we were talking about seeking yes it's the time to cry lord come for me jesus deliberately he came for thomas thomas was one of the disciples that was not around in the first appearance of jesus after his resurrection but thomas insisted that i will not go out for jesus i'm not going to live here and i'm not going to believe that jesus has risen i'm not going to believe and i'm not going to start any ministry uh based on any post-resurrection ministry of jesus i'm not going to start such ministry if i do not see i do not set my eyes on jesus and actually set my eyes upon the hole in his hand and in his feet and of course by his by his keenness jesus came back for him so you also can say jesus come for me i desire you i desire you i desire proverbs chapter 18 says that a man 
a man through desire, through desire, having separated himself, seeks and intermeddling with all wisdom. It is through desire that a man separates himself and then begins to intermeddle with the realm of wisdom, with the realm of the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. This is a moment of visitation. Take that. Let me just keep it at that so that we can go into the matter for today. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Uh, so this morning, our actual topic is God and gold. God and gold. And it's, um, it's a matter of uh, touching finance, touching money, touching God's uh, own perspective, God's own um perspective about uh finance and about uh money matters now i while i believe personally and it's not just an arbitrary belief it's a very well uh biblically informed belief that the primary aim while i believe that the primary aim of the church is not to preach uh is not to preach prosperity to preach um uh, all of those provisions and what have you wealth and everything i believe that the primary aim of the church of christ the church of jesus that is not our primary aim but i believe so strongly that our primary aim is to provide is to teach the gospel framework the framework to provide the framework for the believer uh, to facilitate the principle and the practice of those matters of those matters of those matters the primary aim of the church as captured in the commission of jesus christ to us is to go into the world and disciple the nation teaching them about the kingdom of god the kingdom of god through the death and the finished work of jesus christ that is the primary the primary the primary now teaching finance talking about finance talking about money uh is uh is a means to the end hallelujah is a means to the end not the end in itself and uh this a lot of things i i i'm not even here to uh clarify whatever um whatever misconception and because a lot of mis- misconception a lot of um a lot of uh, default mindsets are in the heart of many people uh when we begin to talk on this matter and this my business is not even to do that i trust god for you that at one time or the other it will show you mercy and it will correct those default mindsets because our natural tendency as human beings is to tend towards uh, different extremes so there are extremes one extreme very very erratic in their twisting of the scriptures to 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 see that god is just obsessed about financial whatever financial provision when they they see financial principles even from john chapter 3 verse 16 and different kind of thing they cannot preach any place in the bible without drawing out financial lessons from it and that that to me is a very very far extreme and then there's another extreme also that uh that when you when you just measure finance like this it just I mean, why should you be mentioning finance in the church of God? I mean, what's that? Everything about finance to them is attached to mammon, is attached to mammon. But as we are going to see here today, I'm going to see that uh, actually before before mammon starts giving people things, God uh, God has made arrangement and God has put in his power, God has made provision for uh, providing for the needs and providing uh and blessing people will see that very well so uh, that is my belief that i have just stated there i'm not in any of the extreme i'm not in the extreme where you where everything we see is money 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 i'm not in the extreme that says that and i'm not in the extreme that says that oh forget about money everything just serve god just have just love god and then everything will fall in place and everything i know i believe in 
uh, principles i believe that god has clearly laid out path and that god explicitly god explicitly teaches and he states uh in scripture some of those principles that brings and abets uh this dimension of his ability so i'm kind of in the middle of those extreme and i trust god not to uh not to be carried or swayed to any of the extreme at any point in the or, or the other so i believe that our we the, the 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 goal or the work the duty of the church is to provide a framework a gospel framework a kingdom framework where we give to the people which will kind of regulate and that is what i want to do now which will regulate uh the boundaries of our principle and of our practice uh, uh as as more as it is allowed on the matter of on any matters of life and of living on any matters of life and of living one of the things that i engaged in and one of the adventure that i ventured into uh very recently is to study the new testament the new testament especially the new testament as many times as i can as many times and especially the uh the words the gospel that is matthew mark luke and john matthew mark luke and john as many times as possible to study it to see the principles uh for living for livelihood as many times as possible to see what are the principles of life what are the principles of livelihood and principles of living and for other things, ministry and every other thing that God has put in place in those places and I can, I can extract from the words of Jesus, from the words of his apostles, from the life of Jesus, from the life of his apostles so that I can have a framework, a framework, a working framework for my principles and for my practice uh, in every matters of life. And I tell you, you find things, you will discover things, you will land upon treasure and uh god will help us in the name of jesus so god and gold god gives gold yes god gives gold uh let us take a reading let us take a reading from matthew matthew chapter 6 oh hallelujah matthew chapter 6 thank you father lord Matthew chapter 6, it will take it a kind of a long reading, 10 verses, we're going to read from verse 24 down to the last verse. Now, no man can serve two masters, for he, either he will hate the one and love the other, Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. That mammon there is, is the God that sits and that influence the people towards materiality therefore i say unto you take no thought for your life what you shall eat and what you shall drink nor yet for your body what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment okay behold the fowls of the air for the so not neither do they reap not gather into bands yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much better than they don't you have a much more better purpose than they don't you serve said the, the father of the they, they serve literally no purpose they serve no purpose to the to the grand scheme and to the grand agenda of the kingdom and yet god still finds time and space to feed them he said are you not are you not much better than they verse 37 now which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature stature and why you take thought for raiment consider the lilies of the field how they grow they toil not neither do they spin and yet i say unto you that solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of them wherefore if god so clothe the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven shall he not much more clothe the o ye of little faith of little faith underline the word faith is going to be essential verse 31 therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed for after all the things do the gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth 
knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. That one of my <laughs> One of the most stunning uh, statements to me in the whole of scripture is that last statement in verse 34. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And today is not the day for that. But from what we have read from verse 24 to 34, it begins to inform us about uh, the matter of uh, provision and the matter and the perspective that God has to this matter. This is, a, is the word of Jesus himself. This is the word of God himself. This is the word from the mouth of God himself. If you have a, a Bible in a red letter, you, if a Bible that, that has the word of Jesus in a red letter, you see that those verses are written in red letter. This is word from the mouth of Jesus, the master himself. So it tells you that this is the exact perspective of God concerning the matter of finance, provision, money, and uh, all that. So Jesus makes it clear that, see, God, he gives good. And in fact, Jesus went into some extreme illustration here, uh, making illustration and drawing illustration, drawing parallel uh, with, uh, with us and birds, with us and plants things that do not even that do not that essentially does nothing things that essentially serves no active purpose no deliberate conscious purpose to the thing that god is doing jesus draws parallel between those things and us to say god gives those things everything that they need to make their life very beautiful to make their life very glorious uh but now look at this now very carefully this verse uh first point out to us that there is something as priority there's something as priority there's something as priority and this is one of the first thing that i want to pay i want to draw our attention to that in the matter of finance we are talking about it from the kingdom perspective from the kingdom perspective if you go to any business school or if you go to a business summit that is not organized by a christian organization or that uh that probably might be organized by a christian organization but uh they do not bring uh to perspective the kingdom side to it yeah, they might not be telling you this and everything like that but first from the kingdom perspective you must understand that when we talk about the matter of finance or any matter whatsoever marriage uh your health any matter uh, at all at all ma- essential matters in life finance marriage especially those two they are very critical yes you must understand that there is what we call priority there is something called priority and we see clearly in verse 33 seek ye first the kingdom of god seek ye first the kingdom of god and everything that is attached to it and all its righteousness and every of those things the finance the provision side of it everything every other side of it will be an addition to it will be added to it will be like an attachment to it so it is clear a clear message that god gives good god gives money god god is god is not against wealth god is not against prosperity in fact god is one that sits and that oversees the distribution of those things when you when we well, uh, i'll take you to the old testament old, old testament very soon and you see it graphically there but first see the principles here that god himself sits and supervises over distribution of this matter but when it comes to god you must understand that god is king and when you come to him and that you call him lord that you call him the king over your life you must come under his uh under his rule under his rulership under his principles under his own mode of operation hallelujah under his own mode of operation but the first thing that you must understand is that you must 
you must have your feet settled and and grounded that uh, if anybody wants poverty for you ah uh, it is not god if if you are thinking of anybody that wants you to be poor in life financially now financially it is not god god is not in the number there is nobody that has the wish that has the desire for you to prosper at art for you to be financially liberated for you to be financially free at art as god is there is nobody there is nobody and actually everything that god will do to you on a daily basis and in the long run everything will aim towards making your life uh, very very better very very okay and very uh, pleasant pleasurable to live so god gives gold he gives gold number one as a resource as a resource as a resource that you need to work with him and as a resource to need to work for him god gives gold as a resource god gives financial provision he gives financial material provision he gives wealth let me just categorize everything as wealth he gives wealth uh as a resource to work with him and to work for him and he also gives you number two as a result of working for him and working with him can you see those are two two different pathways god gives good as a resource to work for him and to work for him he gives it as a resource and he also gives it as a result of working for him and for working with him hallelujah let us go to deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 these are very common scripture that we all read uh but these are interesting matters are here deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 Look at it. But thou shall remember verse 17. Let's read verse 17. And thou, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And thou, and thou, sh- verse 16. Those points are not very comfortable to pick it again. Verse 16. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy father knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end? And thou say in thine heart, my power and my and the might of my hand hath gotten me this well. Verse 18, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives thee power to get wealth, that he might establish his covenant which is swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Can you see that? So he's giving you wealth, he's giving you power to make wealth as a result of his covenant. With, with your fathers as a result of your work as a result work and work as a result of the work the work w-u-a-l-k and the work like as working for someone the work of your fathers that your father uh, your father uh, did as uh, your fathers did with him before him in time past is giving you this power to get well to get wealth as a result of those things so god gives good as first resources to work for him and to work with him and he gives God as a result of working for him and of working with him the uh, bottom line and uh, my own concern is to is to in this particular podcast is to tell us and to inform us and to enlighten our heart to how he does these things how he brings this gold how he brings this gold and i want you to very carefully follow me and i want you to uh please patiently and with with very attentiveness and with keenness of heart just follow me as we take go through this scripture to see the mechanism and the how and please put them into practical use and you see it uh, play out in your life genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 2. Let us read from verse, verse, verse uh, 8. Verse 8 says the Lord. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the, to the sight good for food and the tree of life also is in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil day so you see 
four categories of trees you see number one the tree that is pleasant to the sight you see it's a tree that is good for food you see the tree of life and you see the tree of the good of the knowledge of good and evil so you see pleasant to the sight you see good these are these are very these are very deep and heavy matters that i won't go into but to just buttress the point i was saying that god is not against well-being god is not against financial prosperity god is not against uh, pleasure in in your life you can see he gave them tree that is pleasant to the sight many of us live like many christians live life as if god uh, is caging them in a, in a in a very uncomfortable place he doesn't want any good thing to come ac- uh, around them he doesn't want them to enjoy the good side of life he just want, want them to live a melancholy very choleric kind of life but that is all we see it from the beginning of the day here that he made tree that tree when you look upon it you you find pleasure for your soul you find delight in just looking at it also at the tree you find pleasure in it so god is is careful god is concerned god actually puts into consideration pleasure and matters of sight aesthetic pleasure he puts it into consideration i again good for food good for food mm, let only food matter but god made tree that is good for food for them let us go on now look at it very important and a river a river went out of eden to water the garden and from thence it was parted and it became into four years look at it the name of the first is python that is that is it which compasses the whole land of abila now and this abila there is gold there is gold there's gold so, <laughs> hallelujah there is gold in the land of abila and the gold of that land is good and there's bellium and onyx stone and the name of the second river is Gion. The same is which compared the whole land of Utopia. And the name of the third river is Idekel, which goes towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. Oh, now pay attention. Verse 15 and 16 is what I want to use. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden that thou mayest freely eat, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Verse 15 And God took the man, put it in the garden to dress it and to keep it. Verse 15 talks about purpose. Verse 16 talks about provision. Verse 15 talks about purpose. Verse 16 talks about provision every time in the matter of finance lasting finance kingdom finance purpose precedes provision purpose precedes provision purpose always precedes provision if you seek provision outside the outside purpose outside your purpose and it's very straightforward if you if you go about seeking provision seeking financial uh prosperity seeking any kind of prosperity seeking any kind of fulfillment any kind of aggrandizement any kind of pleasure outside of the context of your purpose in life it's not going to be lasting it's not going to last it's not going to last long purpose is what affords provision it is in the place of purpose and it is actually in the direction of our purpose that provision comes that is what we saw in genesis chapter uh, in matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 that says seek first the kingdom of god seek first the kingdom of god the kingdom of god there is both objective and subjective it's both objective and generic in the sense of how everyone as a christian how we seek that the kingdom of god should manifest but it's also subjective in the sense of the personal very customized uh requirements and customized pathway that christ that god has set for every one of us every believer for us to live in seek first the kingdom of god because it is in your walking in the path of your purpose that provision comes god is not committed to fund your affluence 
I'll say it again. God is not committed to fund your affluence. God is not committed to fund your affluence. God is committed to fund your purpose. Hallelujah. Not every one of us is going to be a multi-billionaire. That is the bitter truth. Not every one of us, not every one of us need it. Yes, you get it. Not every one of us is going to be, not because not not because god doesn't want to give us but number one because not every one of us needs it some of us don't need it some some people among us don't need to be multi-billionaire for them to fulfill their purpose their calling their assignment in life and again even beyond the fact that not every one of us need uh that the fact of life the fact of the society and the fact of um the context of our world that we live in that is that is just the fact of it that not every one of us is going to be multi-billionaires so uh don't 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 relegate yourself uh into an endless and aimless and baseless pursuit of what god has not willed in his sovereignty and in his purpose for your life to give to you so that you waste your energy and you waste your time you waste the, the resources that god has put into your hand and into your being you waste it in an attempt to seek what god has not uh ordained and written to give to you don't don't, don't waste your time walk in the line of purpose and then we'll see how provision will run into it but does it mean that naturally naturally when you work in purpose provision will come because yes i i know of people who actually claim to be working in purpose and yet it seems that ah the more they work in purpose <laughs> it likes it, it, it's just like uh, it's, it's not like poverty is, is accumulating for them. It's like is like their purpose is tending towards pro- poverty more. Uh, and yet, when you find out, it's true that they are working in line of purpose. But why is their purpose not bringing the provision of God? Why is their purpose bringing what looks like poverty upon them? Now, that is uh, that is what I want to bring our attention to now in this very few minutes those are the channels of god's provision for our purpose the channels of god's provision for our purpose if you if you if you pay attention and you read that genesis um, narrative very well you find some very very important elements there you find number one you find work that was given to man you find work that was given to man work 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 was given to man before man fell uh, i've always said this work was given to man before man fell it is work is not uh it's not the it's not part of the consequence of the fall no we are not working we are not laboring now now uh because of the sin of adam no before adam sinned men he was he was destined to work he was ordained to work now what changed what was different between before the fall and after the fall was the reason for the work but the fact of the work itself was constant both before the fall and after the fall what was different is the reason the reason behind the work first before the fall the reason behind the work is responsibility to god responsibility to god and every one of us oh god and every one of us when we have given our life to god jesus <laughs> this the matter is very wide uh, but let me just bring it home now when we give our life to jesus christ when we give our life when we submit when we yield to the leadership to the governance of the spirit of god upon us we are supposed to keep working 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 back to the closest to the to the closest possible points where we fulfill that pre-fall ordination of work now why we might not get exactly to that point is because we live in a falling world also and work originally was ordained in in the original world in the perfect uh not non-falling world work was ordained there but we live in a falling world and we work in a falling world but when we give our life to christ we have been changed the cost of the work the cost of labor has been lifted so we can work for what is it was naturally ordained for 
let me leave that side. But the, the the most important thing that I'm saying is the the channel for that provision to come upon your purpose, even though you are working in the line of your purpose, is work and enterprise. Work and enterprise. Every one of us, every one of us in our calling, in our purpose, we must put in our, we must have a perspective of work and we must be enterprising in it. We must have the the, the concept of work and we must be enterprising in it. There are four pillars of enterprise. I'll just highlight them very quickly. There are four pillars of enterprise. I pray God will open this matter on and on to us. There are four pillars of enterprise. Number one is, is vision. Is vision. Vision. Uh, if you are not enterprising, if you don't have an entrepreneurship spirit, if you don't have it, you might actually not fulfill a lot. You might not fulfill your purpose uh, to the maximum. Even if you are a minister of the gospel, you must have an entrepreneurship spirit behind it. Uh, you, what, 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 how it is now different as for the minister of the gospel, for the minister of, of, of God's word, is that your own aim is to make profit also, but it is not to make monetary profit. I'm speaking to ministers right now, I'm speaking uh, for ministers as it pertains as it relates to ministers. The profit that we aim for every enterprise, the aim is to make profit. But as ministers in ministry, the profit there is not money profit, the profit is the souls of men, is the souls of men. But if you are not enterprising, even in the ministry enterprise, you might actually be doing the ministry business without making any profit, without bringing any profit home for your master that has sent you uh, to make business. So this enterprise concept and this entrepreneurship concept that I am marketing and I am preaching today is value is valuable for everyone cut across board, whether you are in in in, in ministry or um, what I mean ministry, five ministry and other calling, other part, other calling that Jesus calls whether you are in that that category or you are in other category you are in the in what we can we, we term as the secular uh, sphere and everything like that you need to have this enterprising spirit and number one pillar of enterprise is vision you must have a clear vision and vision is actually informed by purpose vision is informed by purpose vision is where you catch the will of god concerning what you want to do and you keep it keeps expanding it keeps expanding it keeps expanding keep expanding in the meta narrative in the immediate uh in the immediate relevant applicable part it keeps expanding it keeps expanding it keeps expanding you, you keep seeing how your purpose how your call how the work that you are doing is relevant to the people around you is relevant to your to to your environment to your location where he has called you you keep seeing it it keeps impressing that thing upon your heart and you keep capturing it capturing it in any enterprise that you are vision of where you are going of where you ought to be of how far you have to go that vision must be constantly strong in your heart number two is not value is value value after vision you must create value you must build value value is what you give to the people value is the impact that you make to the people value is the content is the content of what you give to the people that that affects their life that 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 makes a mark upon their life that makes an impression upon them so value there are a lot of intricate matters around the matters of value you must that is the second pillar of uh, enterprise remember enterprise work enterprise work this it is the channel that we that that the channel through provision comes to our purpose if not we'll keep working in purpose we'll keep working in purpose we'll keep claiming to be working in purpose and we will seem frustrated we see that what we need to fulfill those, that purpose is actually not forthcoming not forthcoming but when you put the concept and when you build 
build it around the framework of enterprise and everything i'm selling you now i'm drawing now from genesis chapter 2 genesis chapter 2 if we, if we had more time we have a, a lot of time to uh, look up at it very well but because we are pressed with time i'm just highlighting it number one pillar of enterprise is vision I have a vision for your enterprise your business your 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 business your setup whatever thing you are doing whether you are a writer whether you are a speaker whether you are a preacher whether you are a, 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 a model whether you are a banker whether you are a data scientist or a programmer whatever any field of life that you might be any field of life that you might be vision is essential don't just keep doing it for doing it sake don't just do it and you say let me just be doing it let me let just know have a vision face vision that are in faces and vision that are for the long run have them both vision okay for this period of time the vision for this period of time and also the vision for the long run have them in place and then build value build value value is where where expertise skills every all of those things value is where they, they come in what do you have to offer to the people in the line of that vision what you have to offer your character also is in is is, is, a, is a part of the value that you create your character the grit the consistency the willpower your person is also part of the value 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 part of the enterprise number three is not the wealth is the wealth is the wealth the aim uh, of every business of every enterprise is profit and wealth as i said before wealth is not just money wealth is when you have everything when you have people you have wealth the bible talks about abraham abraham bible says he was very wealthy and when the bible began to began to uh when when the bible began to take inventory of what it meant by abraham's wealth we saw that money was there we saw that properties were, were there we saw that men men were there the bible says he had hundreds of servants that were born in his house and they were trained in his house he had people he had connection that is wealth it is not just money a lot of people are monetarily rich but they are poor basically and every other kind of things every other in every other way but true wealth and that we talk about here it is not just on money basis no 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 and if you are enterprising you will know uh a lot of matters there if you are enterprising you know the essence of this thing and the fourth pillar the number four pillar of uh of of enterprise of work is organization organization is organization that is how you 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 put in place structures for structure for your enterprise structure for your organization don't just start business start enterprise start uh, whatever and just keep doing it anyhow and uh without any clear goal and everything like that take note of this for enterprise have it in that till we meet with meet next time i'm going to go in depth i'm not going to do a lot of introduction and everything i did again i'll go in depth to really elaborate on them and bring practical explanation and every there's a lot of other things to talk about networking uh leveraging concept packaging trend business environment different kind of things that you need money management different kind of things but put in mind these ones god gives gold and is willing to give you gold but you must know how to steward that gold father we thank you this morning again and we give you praise we ask your lord that the power and the strength of your word to do them will come upon us in the name of jesus and that you open up the windows of heaven to us in the name of jesus thank you almighty god in jesus mighty name